Ah, oh, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Wrestlers with Experience. Ah, today is inauguration day. Trump took the long, slow, and lonely walk right on out of the White House into the helicopter and flew off into the world of obscurity and uncertainty for his future. Joe Biden got in, in, inaugurated and now he is the four, officially the 46th president of the United States. He's on his way to the White House right now with Kamala Harris, AKA the Veep, the vice president of the United States. I always said it's like the TV show Veep became a reality today. So though I am not a fan of Joe Biden who wrote 4,356 laws into office and 1,600 of them being against African Americans, and Kamala Harris is the number one head bustler of handing out massive amounts of time and man hours. I will not be one of those people who mope around because he and she became president of the United States, president and vice president of the United States. Kamala Harris makes history as the first African-American woman to become president, vice president of these United States. And if Sleepy Joe doesn't make it through this whole term, she will become the first female and African-American black woman to be president of these United States. With that being said, I have to acknowledge it because it is a part of American history and, I'm, and witnessing that today, that is what it is. As we move forward, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be talking about a topic that you see in the title line is not friendly to most. It's about Ryback. And Mark Henry having words about wrestling being fake. And I have touched on this topic several times. Before I get into it, let me introduce myself. Allow me to reintroduce myself. <laughs> I like saying shit like that. Pardon me. My name is Dietrich Davis, publicly known as King Bumaye, also known as God also known as the giant, which stands for global icon and national treasure, publicly known as Diamond Head, also known as the Gaijin King, also known as Vata and Feva for those who land, who those are my people who are in Germany, who fucks with this show. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, they simply call me the watcher of professional wrestling. And my co-host, who is not with me at this time, but at episode 151, we'll be doing this back on the microphones together once again, because we was respecting our safe spaces, as a white, white America would say. Mark Morell, AKA Mark Knight, AKA publicly known as the Knight Buster. We are both one halves. Well, he's one half and I'm the other half of the most glorious tag team in the universe, as Mark would say in the death metal universe, as he would say on the multiversal plane. Now that that long ass intro is over, as my co-host would say, allow me to get down to the meat and potatoes immediately of this particular conversation. Ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna talk about today wrestling being fake. It's a very controversial statement, but it seems to be only controversial depending on who's saying it. Right back as he is, um, I think he 
I don't I wouldn't say Ryback's my favorite talent. I would say there was a moment they should have put the WWE championship on him. There was a moment where he had the fans. There was a moment where he had the crowd. And I also think there was a lot of things Ryback was missing. Obviously, visually, you could tell that Ryback was very dangerous in the ring. I wouldn't say he was Scott Steiner level level dangerous. But he seemed like he had that. But Scott Steiner was a 10 times better wrestler than Ryback, even in his p p particular physical states. But there's a moment where you saw Ryback and it was like, there's a moment in every wrestler's career where either they, that's the moment to give them the belt or they're never going to get it. And again, I don't think if Ryback was going to win the championship, I think I would compare Ryback's championships to Sheamus' championships. You got it because there might not have been anyone else to put the belt on. Ryback is a phenomenally big dude. He's a physical specimen. He, I don't think he's as fluid in the ring as he thinks he is. I think he's very one-dimensional, and that's just my personal opinion. My same opinion is on Mark Henry. Uh, the guy can move decently. He's an okay wrestler. It took him 20, uh, 20 years to learn the mechanics of being a big man, and I'm not mad at that. Mark Henry was one of the only dudes before even Steve Austin who came in on a guaranteed contract of, I believe, $10 million. Not to put his business out there, but that's what it is. Mark Henry um, is always going to be remembered in the business of professional wrestling, from the storylines that he was a part of, all the way down to the House of Pain, one of the best storylines he did, or even how he tricked everybody that he was retiring against John Cena and, and won the world's heavyweight championship. Oh, Mark Henry, though he's had his uh, a very small moment of greatness he's been through a lot of moments that was not great for him in the business of professional wrestling he was once branded as the world's most strongest man i think he's a bronze or silver medalist in the olympics but mark henry has accolades he is a rememberable character just like ryback just ryback just had a I think if he would have played politics more, he would have been a bigger champion. Now, this is not going into the history of the two men to say who's better than who. Personally, I don't like them both. And that's just my personal opinion. And I would say it to their face. And if they ask me why, I would say this is what I didn't like and this is what I did like. But we have to ask ourselves the realistic question. Is wrestling fake? Now, Depending on who's saying this, as I said a few minutes ago, it's okay if they say it. They're saying um, Ryback is only bitter because he didn't win the World Heavyweight Championship and he didn't become WWE or Universal uh, Champion in the WWE. Therefore, he, that's his reason for saying wrestling is fake. No, I think he's looking at it from a very realistic standpoint, as we all know. It's just that just like the fans and just like the fans of finicky and professional wrestling and also the wrestlers are some and I've said this and Mark may disagree with me. He may not disagree with me as my co-host. I will always acknowledge and respect his opinion and ask for his opinion. But at this moment in time, I have to say the, the wrestling locker room is the most bitchiest place in the world. It's like a stripper's locker room. I used to manage a strip club for many, many years called Billy Dean's down in North Belmore, Long Island. 
And those females can be catty with each other. And unfortunately, when you're dealing with egos and people who see themselves as bigger than what they are, the ego becomes the most prominent thing in the room. It's personality management. That's a term that is a that is a scientific term, my scientific term and business term that I literally coined the phrase and created. I've been saying it in many parts of corporate business and meetings for a long time. This is about personality management. And when these wrestlers leave the WWE, there's no more personality management. It is a ego of the have and the have nots. But are they but are we are people just attacking Ryback because they're saying he didn't win the big one, so he must be bitter? Or is he just calling it like he sees it and like we all know it is? But our personal opinions are making us believe that what he's saying is not a fact. Now, I don't want people to sit here and say, oh, Dietrich, how dare you say that? You you had the opportunity to sign with WWE and you did not. It's fucking right. It's a fake ass business. The money wasn't right for what I felt they offered. And I moved forward with my life. I have no fucking regrets. Ronda Rousley went on to say after she main evented WrestleMania, after, no, before she main evented WrestleMania, as she was the WWE, no, after she main evented WrestleMania, after she was the WWE Raw's women's champion, she literally said, wrestling is fucking fake. Those bitches are fake. They can't handle what's the real fucking thing. And I 100% agreed. You know who else ironically agreed with Ronda Rousey when she said that? You guessed it. The ogre himself. Mark motherfucking Henry. Oh, Mark Henry went up there and celebrated it and praised it and this, that, and the other. But we have no problems when, with when Ronda said it. Why? Because she came from the UFC and she joined a business that did it and this, that, and the other. Kevin Nash said wrestling is fake. Kevin Nash, as we know, was a former WWE champion, IC champion, WCW world champion, WCW tag team champion, former booker, plus... Kevin Nash changed the business of contracts and the business of professional wrestling with the magnificent way him and Scott Hall jumped ship. Scott Hall also said wrestling is fake. These two men single-handedly changed the presentation of wrestling at one point. And the only person that got mad at Kevin Nash was Doink the fucking Clown. And said he should have never been in this business. Doink ain't never sold a ticket, never will sold a ticket, never have sold a ticket. Fuck him. I don't know if he's dead, but please, if he's dead, dig him up so I can say fuck him to his skull. Oh, and let's not forget the very known, the spirit of professional wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. The man who voice we look to when something goes down and we need to know what he has to say about it. The madman himself, Jim motherfucking Cornette. Oh, Jim Cornette said, he says, and I quote, cats out of the bag, ladies and gentlemen, wrestling's fake. 
Well, now that you done blow the lid off of that, how the fuck do we sell it again? Jim Cornette even coined himself as saying, wrestling is fake. No one got the nooses, stood at the podium, and said, bring me the head of Jim Cornette. No one said, bring me the head of Ronda Rousey. No one said, bring me the head of Kevin Nash. Either behead him or hang him at the stake. No one said it. So now we're upset that Ryback is saying literally the same thing that these people have said in over the course of 10 to 15, maybe 20 years. But we have to face it. Saying wrestling is fake is not hurting the business at all. How can we say he's hurting the business? How can we say that Ryback is legitly hurting the business of professional wrestling? I'm going to tell you how we know he's not hurting the business of professional wrestling. Because 90% of you are all reading the dirt sheets. 90% of you are running to see what Meltzer has to say. And everyone has to say about the business of professional wrestling. 90% of you want to hear what's going on in the locker rooms. Isn't it funny? That 90% of you are reading about the wrestling business. You're reading about the real business of wrestling behind the scene, behind the fake business of what's happening in the ring. Booker T has something to say on this topic, and he said wrestling is real. But he also acknowledged that when Ronda Rousey brought it up, Mark Henry was behind it. So we do learn that there's a selectiveness in, the, in this business of wrestling. But Booker T says something very unique that contradicts him saying a little kid asks me if it's fake and he goes anything that puts food on my table and feeds my kids and money in my pocket is not fake. Oh, he's right about that. That's not fake. See, making money ain't fake. Ladies and gentlemen, what happens in that squared circle is a performance. It is a scripted and controlled scenario to determine what they want to tell on TV. See, wrestling ain't no different than a soap opera that goes on during the day at two in the afternoon. Wrestling is no different than when you watch Tom Cruise pretend to be, as I've said on an older podcast, pretend to be a fucking secret agent and travel the world as Ethan Hunt to take on these missions that are impossible. Oh, we have no issues with that. We don't question that. We don't harp on that do we <laughs> but it depends on who's being said let me read you a quote this is a quote from what Booker T literally said this week he's, he's saying I read my script I played my role and then I wanted to see if I can get a bigger role you read the script you played your role you're acknowledging at that moment in time, wrestling is fake. Now to that individual, if they wanna believe that is real, I'm not going to knock them. That is their freedom of saying it is real. But let's keep it real. Wrestling is fake. Now, the realness is what's happening behind that curtain. Vince McMahon cursing people out in their ears as they're on the announce tables. 
The issues of contracts, finances, who's sleeping with who, who hurt who feelings. I can't believe he said that. Such and such is full of shit. This, that, and the other. John Cena might have talked all that shit Ryback said and that he hated working with him. And Ryback stepped up and said, hey, I'll work with Mark Henry. Now Mark Henry wants the real fight. What's his name? Ryback. Because he said a few things that hurt his feelings. Because his make-believe tin, tin foil belt made him believe that he was really the champion. No, Mark Henry. The character Mark Henry was a champion on a scripted program that needs script approval and rewrites down almost down to the minute before the show starts. And let me tell you something, with all that I'm saying, which sounds like I'm hating on the business, which I'm not, I love seeing the WWE Championship change hands. I love seeing it retained. I love seeing it being won. And I love seeing it being passed to the next person. I love when a well-written storyline is executed. I hate the overwriting of professional wrestling. I hate the fact that they do not no longer blur the lines between reality and fakeness. Because like as Jim Cornette would say, we threw them everything at the kitchen sink. The people in Japan know that wrestling in Japan is fake. But they still allow themselves to enjoy it. But you know what? You don't have a thousand things happening in Japan. You don't have a thousand dirt sheets. You don't have people leaking storylines. You don't have people doing this because the fans are choosing to stay a fan and they understand that what they're looking at is not real. My co-host and many people went to go see the movie Avengers and Avengers Endgame and we enjoyed it. It got even a little emotional for some people. Because they finally got to see their comic book pages come to life. My girl, me and my girlfriend were sitting back and we was literally, literally watching Endgame, a three-hour movie that didn't feel like it. It paced itself so well. And she was in tears when the Black Panther came out because we know the actor has died. We know that the Black Panther is not real. We know that is a script. We know that it's a performance. But for that moment in time, the person we lost was very real. And it made her emotional. Made a lot of people emotional. It is what it is. And that's what wrestling is supposed to do. It's supposed to send you through stages of emotions that you was not prepared for. You should cry. When Undertaker ate that pin, people cried. That was, t we watched almost 20 plus, maybe 30 years of the greatest performance in professional wrestling. And then when we finally see him out of character in explaining the real business behind the fake business, we love The Undertaker even more. This is not for us to sit back and hate on and, excuse me, this is not for us to sit back and hate on and be upset and be angry over wrestling's fake great and i love watching professional wrestling i don't give a fuck if it's luchador if it's, if it's wrestling out of mexico i don't give a fuck if it's wrestling out of japan out of china out of india out of africa out of the out of the united states itself 
or if it's indie wrestling with people names I'll never see, I don't give a fuck if it's a horrible match or a good match. I don't give a fuck if I'm making fun of it and shitting on it and celebrating it. I enjoy professional wrestling. So therefore, the words that came out of Ryback's mouth does not hurt me. Anything that you put a commercial break in between is real, is not real. It's fake. You can say that about some of your news platforms. I.e. why they want to shut down YouTubers and podcasts now because YouTubers and podcasts are coming with more real information than mainstream news. And that's a conversation for another podcast, not this one. I'm not going to be mad at Ryback. But he does come off as bitter. He does come off as angry. And I can be wrong. That's the, that is just my perception. I believe Ryback sees things a certain way, and that's on him. I don't think wherever he went, he's not going to be a great known wrestler. He had some hype amongst a very unique audience at a certain point in time. But let's keep it real, ladies and gentlemen. You have to enjoy what you watch. We know half of the TV shows, comic books, and films that we all read are fake. But we enjoy it. And what Ryback is not allowed to do is take away our right to enjoy whatever it is we love about professional wrestling. If Mark presented wrestling to the WWE, he would book it the way he wanted it booked. I would book it the way I wanted it booked. Unfortunately, we got a lot of old heads that don't know how to move out the way, who don't know not who who do not know what to do with the younger talent. Is wrestling a big man business? Yes. Is wrestling a small man's business? Yes. Is it a fat man's business? Yes. Is it an in-shape man's business? Yes. Wrestling is everything we can think of. Seriousness, comedy, strikes a reality. Wrestling is all of these things. Who gives a fuck what Ryback says? And who gives a fuck how Mark Henry responds? And who gives a fuck about how Booker T wants to defend Mark Henry. But isn't it funny, I hate to say it like this, but isn't it funny how the two coons, how black men only defended professional wrestling and all the white men said, fuck it, who cares what he say? That's something to look at. Oh well, it is what it is at this point. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to love wrestling. I want you to hate wrestling. I want you to question what you see, and I want you to ask for something more superior if you feel that's what it needs, because that is the only way this business gets better. That is the only way this business succeeds. We all know John Cena is not a real rapper, but God damn it. John Cena's a rapper when he walks through that ring. We all know Becky Lynch is not the man, but when she steps through that ring and the lights and the cameras go on and the performance begins, she's Becky Lynch the man. We all know that Stone Cold Steve Austin was not a Stone Cold killer who violates all the rules in life but when he stepped through that curtain, that's what he was. And we all know Mark Henry is not the strongest man in the world. But when he stepped through that curtain, he's the strongest man in the world.
with that being said, I thank you guys once again for listening to Wrestlers with Experience. I thank you guys for whatever streaming uh, a streaming platform that you're using to listen to this particular podcast. I thank everybody who are new to the show and people who have been with us since the beginning. We are officially approaching episode 150. I am very proud of staying steadfast and getting to this point. We're always thinking of new ways to improve and structure this show and make it more and more and more consistent for you guys. I thank you so much for allowing this Wrestlers with Experience to get you through your day. No, we don't run your ear off for three hours, but we try to give you 20 to 30 minutes of the best talk wrestling that we can give you. Ladies and gentlemen, I will catch you on the next episode. I hope you enjoyed Mark Morell's breakdown of Koto Obushi, which was the episode before this. And I greatly appreciate you guys bringing in 2021 with us as we move into season four of Wrestlers with Experience. I appreciate you. I thank you. Catch you on the next episode.